Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Series 3, Episode 287 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you once again for joining us as we take a pause from our Come Follow Me studies as usual on a Monday. And we look for listener comments uh, and also something uh, separate to study from what we have got from our Come Follow Me studies for the upcoming week. Um, Today we only have one listener comment, and so can I just encourage everyone to uh, share what you studied and your thoughts uh, on the Facebook group. That's Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. Just Google that and you can join very easily. And it'd be great to hear some of your thoughts on what you've studied in regards to the Come Follow Me materials, as well as anything else that you've studied as well. Just to get that discussion going again on that uh, forum, that'd be fantastic. Um, I think that it was a great uh, comment shared by uh, Candice Welch uh, this week uh, in regards to Thomas B. Marsh. She, she said, I think this shows how our strengths can become weaknesses if we don't humble ourselves. She's obviously referring here to how Thomas B. Marsh, uh, we spoke about him this week quite a bit, about how he, um, at this stage of church history, was um, striving to quell any dissent and uh, help resolve any concerns that the brethren had in regards to the leadership of Joseph Smith. And he was quite an advocate for him at this point. But of course, we know that later on, uh, he did turn away. Uh, she carries on to say, he was obviously a good leader and able to help all these other good leaders in the quorum. But then he got, but then he let that get to his head and he got angry and jealous of Joseph from his own words, taking some of the authority he thought should be his. Then he left the church because of something simple that could have probably been worked out if there wasn't the underlying issues that he stated when he returned to the church. So an excellent example here, Thomas B. Marsh, of someone who perhaps had a, a mul- multiple factors which led to him leaving the church. It wasn't just because of the, the pint of cream incident, which um, we, we often refer to when we talk about pride and we talk about um, kind of this reluctance uh, to accept others' uh, judgments or counsel, I suppose, not judgments as such. Um, but also there was the fact that he had let that pride get into his head. And as as Candice referred to, there was a, kind of this point that decades later when he returned to the church, he stood up before the congregation. He was allowed to speak to the whole church by Brigham Young. And he talked about how um, it was pride and he had let this enter into his head. And then this pulled him away from the spirit, which then led him away to, to further feelings of, of negative thoughts again, or negative feelings against the church and its leaders. Uh, so great point there by Candice. Uh, in, in regards to what I'm going to share today, it's in relation to an event that happened yesterday. Yesterday, our family was able to attend church physically for the first time for the two-hour schedule since March 2020. Uh, our church, our ward has been meeting for the two-hour schedule for the past few months. Um, the, before that, they, they had met for the sacrament meeting um, for a while. Uh, there was a kind of a break in that meeting um, during a, another lockdown for a little while, but then we returned back um, for for the one hour schedule. 
but our family had not yet attended um, because of our son's circumstances. Again, for those that do not know, our son is um, battling leukemia at this time, and things are going well, seemingly, uh, from the uh, the leukemia side of things and the treatment that he's having. Um, it's going as it should do, basically, at this stage. I mean, it will be a long journey. Um, but he's at a stage now where he has gotten to a phase which should be more manageable and, and more um, more gentle. I mean, it won't be easy still, but it's it'll be the most gentle. But that'll be for three years. But basically, he's gotten to a stage now where he is at a point where he can start to go back to a certain degree of living in normality. And so this Sunday, after general conference and a couple of weeks after this this phase had begun, was a good opportunity for him to start returning back. Uh, and so we as a family made it back uh, yesterday, which was a great um, blessing. Uh, I mean, obviously there was some anxiety involved because COVID-19 has not gone away, but also because uh, our son... You know, he is susceptible to any illness, not just COVID-19, but just any bug that goes around could be a, could present a huge problem for him um, at this stage. So it's uh, it was still a bit a bit of anxiety there, but um, it was a great opportunity and it helped me help remind me personally about the need for church. I mean, obviously, we've had 18 months of not meeting as a body of saints and not having this two-hour schedule, and not being able to physically uh, have this interaction. And we've had an opportunity to have church at home. We've had the blessing of having the sacrament in our own home, which I know many other people didn't have for a period of time under the, you know, kind of the most strict um, rules of COVID-19. We've also had a family. I mean, some people have not had a family in their home to be able to discuss and share the gospel with. But even so, with all of that, being able to meet physically for church was a significant um, reminder of the importance of this establishment. Uh, And it reminds me of the talk that was given recently, in fact, just last week or or kind of eight days ago, or well, actually nine days ago, because it was in the Saturday session, uh, by President Alan H. Oaks who spoke about the need for a church. Now, I'm not going to be able to get through all of the talk, but it is a very good one, and so I strongly recommend it. Um, but basically, uh, he says, quote, Many years ago, Elder Marky e. Peterson, a member of the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles, began a talk with this example. Kenneth and his wife, Lucille, are good people, honest and upright. They don't go to a church, though, and they feel they can be good enough without it. They teach their children honesty and virtue, and they tell themselves that is about all the church would do for them. And anyway, they insist that they need their weekends for family recreation and church going would really get in their way. Close quote. Um, President Oaks then says about how his talk is going to focus on the need for church. And when he says churches, he means not just our church, but for synagogues, mosques and other religious organisations. Uh, places of worship amongst all religions. He is referring to the need for those places where people gather and share their their faith and their belief with each other. And I feel like that for us as a family, not only returning to church um, physically, I mean, obviously we've been attending virtually every week, um, 
But going to church physically last uh, yesterday was wonderful, not just because it was church, but also because it, it was a testimony meeting. And um, it was great to kind of hear in person those those individuals' testimonies. Um, President Oates goes on to say a number of things. Um, he talks about how we have an opportunity to go and be a blessing to others at church. Um, he says, quote, some say that attending church meetings is not helping them. Some say I didn't learn anything today or no one was friendly to me or I was offended. Personal disappointment should never keep us from the doctrine of Christ who taught us to serve, not to be served. With this in mind, another member described the focus of his church attendance. Years ago, I changed my attitude about going to church. No longer do I go to church for my sake, but to think of others. I make a point of saying hello to people who sit alone and to welcome visitors to volunteer for an assignment. In short, I go to church each week with the intent of being active, not passive, and making a positive difference in people's lives. Close quote. Um, and he also shared a quote by President Spencer W. Kimball, who said, quote, We do not go to Sabbath meetings to be entertained or even solely to be instructed. We go to worship the Lord. It is an individual responsibility. If the service is a failure to you, you have failed. No one can worship for you. You must do your own waiting upon the Lord. Close quote. Now, of course, it does help when the individual has prepared for their lesson or their talk by seeking the direction of the Spirit, because that will help it be a much greater success. But we do have this opportunity ourselves to go to seek an opportunity to serve and bless others at church. Um, honestly, I could keep going on. There's over half of that message still to, to share and think about, but uh, we're running out of time. So what I would say is just to make sure you do have a look at this talk Obviously, I'm sure you listen to it at a conference, but if not, then, you know, find it out, revisit it. Uh, it's called The Need for a Church by President Alan H. Oaks. Um, and it was in the Saturday morning session, so you ho hopefully should be able to easily find it. Uh, but it was a great opportunity to be able to re receive the blessings um, of church and remember the blessings of church as we uh, ret are, are returning back. In, in many places, uh, to a two-hour schedule in person. Um, obviously, I know some places are, are not blessed with the opportunity yet, but it's something that you can look forward to. Thank you very much for listening today. I hope you've enjoyed this study. Please continue to follow the podcast on, on Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me, and you can email ldsstudysession at gmail.com. Thank you very much for your time, and until we meet again. <laughs>